All right, if you're on the line, hold tight. Get back to you momentarily. I wanted to throw this into the mix. Last week, we talked to Chris Reisick, and and the the fact that so many businesses in the state of Michigan are getting seed money, startups, it, it, it has made Michigan ground zero for startups all across the nation. I mean, really, Michigan is one of the top states in the country for startups, and you're seeing kind of the benefits of it. Because there are some really incredible companies that are coming up that are doing some some new, some innovative things. Uh, and it's 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 providing a, a sense of excitement into the business community. Um, so I want to highlight one of these companies. Uh, it's called Bamboo Detroit. Uh, they're a startup that gives office spaces to companies that don't have offices. So if you don't need a, 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 a full workspace. Maybe you just need a place to go do a couple of things, make a couple of calls, ha- have a meeting, whatever it is. You don't have to put out the rent, sign these contracts, get you into long-term deals, bog all this money down. You can actually just go to Bamboo. They'll set you up with the workplace, a, a place to be, uh, and you can and you can conduct business from there. It's It's very cool. Uh, Amanda Lawan is with Bamboo Detroit. She joins us. Uh, Amanda, great to have you with us. Where did this idea come from? Yes, thank you. We actually started about 10 years ago in Detroit, um, creating a space for community to come together and work on their business ideas. Uh, the name Bamboo came from the plant. It starts as a seed and grows really fast, but it takes a few years to sprout. And we thought that's a great metaphor for startup companies. Um, Now we're a community of over a thousand members and we have two locations in Detroit and Royal Oak. And we really create that environment for those startups that are getting started, launching companies, finding venture capitalists, um, all kind of happen at Bamboo. So this was, uh, how did, how did the idea come? Like where did, where did the inspiration come from? Yeah, I was actually working at home freelancing. Mm -hmm. And back then, working from home wasn't a thing. Right. (laughs) And I wanted to be downtown where all the energy was, where all the networking was. And we would go to these events, and there wasn't a third space you could go to to network Mm -hmm. and plug in on a laptop and have an option to work outside the house. Um, So it was a problem I was personally experiencing. And so a couple of friends and I came together and started the idea Back then, we were in a really small space, and we just threw a ton of events to build the community. And now we have all kinds of things from you could get a virtual office for $60 a month, or you could get an office space for your team. Right now, a lot of teams don't want a headquarter, but they want a place to go once or twice a week. Mm-hmm. And so you see them choosing co-working spaces like Bamboo as that option to support their work-from-home strategies. So you mentioned different companies, smaller companies like startups, but but what are the what's the main membership that uses Bamboo? Yeah, honestly, startups and small businesses, so okay. small teams and remote workers. So if you work for a big company and you're working from home, but you know maybe you have kids at home or a construction project, or you just want to get out of the house because you're lonely, um, you can get a co-working membership at Bamboo. Those are definitely. Um, our top customers and remote work has been exploding. So we see a lot of more people who have their companies giving them credits or, you know, compensation to instead of a company building out a headquarters, they can give their team members 100, 200 bucks to go get a co-working membership at a place like a bamboo. 
So uh, in terms of the the pandemic, um, obviously working from home has become a much uh, more widely accepted method of of work. Um, how has how has the business changed over the last three three years ish three four years? Yeah, so as you can imagine, <laughs> opening and operating locations um, of office space during the pandemic was a little challenging. Mm-hmm. But long term, more people are subscribing to co working memberships. Um, it's more affordable. It's more flexible. You can be month to month or mm-hmm. six months or one year instead of shopping for a five year lease where you have to build out the space and invest construction costs are going up interest rates are going up so you see a lot more people finding co-working is that affordable flexible option yet still providing a perk for their team members who want the convenience of something nearby to to get out of the house um, and get some work done you mentioned membership a couple of times what what are the different membership options for people what levels are there yeah, so you can well, you can come into any bamboo and just get a day pass for okay. twenty bucks a day, and that includes coffee, Wi-Fi, using the building, um, or we see a lot of people get a virtual membership. That is really great if you're just getting started. You get to have a mail address outside of your house. So if you're a startup company, you need a professional business identity, and you can have a mail address with us. Plus, get access to the community, popping into the space. We also have full co-working memberships, dedicated desks, and then private office suites for our teams. Hmm. That's very cool. I, it's a great idea, obviously. Um, you know, for startups, it's so important to have that identity, have that, have that the, 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 the visibility, the thing that you see about a company being professional. Um, and in this era of startups, it's, it's so vitally important, and that's where Bamboo comes in. Uh, Amanda Lawan, great stuff. Uh, congratulations and continued success. Thank you so much. And for anyone listening, please feel free to come visit, check out our events, plug into the startup and small business community. We would love to see you. Yeah, Royal Oak and Detroit. Uh, thanks, Amanda. Appreciate the time. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I want to squeeze in another call before we go to break. Uh, coming up at 305, get you caught up on some of the other stories making headlines today, uh, including the Miller hearing continuing with Ethan Crumbly in Oakland County. We'll get to that coming up as well. I want to get to David Rochester real quick. What's up, Dave? Uh, Chris, Chris, how are you? Hey, man. Yeah. Hey, listen. Holy crap! You think you think Putin was afraid of Trump? You uh, know, you talked about you talked about opinions versus facts, but yeah. there's certain facts that undergird that support. Okay. Facts. Let's talk about. That. Okay. He was his little bitch. Trump was. Trump was his okay. little bitch. All right. Well, Dave. See, here's the thing. I got to tell you. I was willing to hear your set of facts. I was willing to hear you out. Unfortunately, you can't use potty language on the show. And you just, you cross the line and I can't take it back. I'm sorry, Dave. I feel like this is the second consecutive call with Dave where things have turned sour. And I'm sorry to see it. But I, I, I was willing to hear your facts. No, here's, the, here's the, the reality. Was Vladimir Putin shaking in his boots? Was he ter- was he not able to sleep at night because of Donald Trump? No. Come on now. But did Vladimir Putin have to legitimately think whether or not Donald Trump would do something that would provoke some sort of some, uh, some sort of conflict? Oh yeah, I do. I think you have to think about that in everyday life. Let alone at a uh, on the geopolitical stage. 
I absolutely think that you need to think of the consequences of your actions and the consequences of other people's actions. If there is somebody uh, standing at a at a convenience store yelling inside, are you going to go in? Or are you going to go down to the convenience store down the street? Or maybe are you just going to buy the lottery ticket a different day? Like, there are those considerations that you have to make on a daily basis. So, no, I don't think, I don't think Vladimir Putin was, was uh, shaken in his boots. But I do think he had to consider it. Yeah, I do. I do think that. So, that's the, that's the reality of it. And, and, yeah, I do believe this administration should be stronger on China. And instead of these prepackaged comments, we've told them that we don't like it when they when they're when they're throwing malicious malware into our military systems. Yeah, I, I, I do. I do. I want I want I want a little more gusto. I don't need saber rallying. I don't need threats. I don't need any of that. But I need you to be a little more forceful and send a different message. Got to take a break. More coming up next.